0: Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are
1: amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Break Room, brought to you by the 13th floor. And for those of you, if this is your first time being here for a break room episode, this is where we break from all the noise, all the things going on externally, uh, and we focus inwardly on all those things that we neglect, that we divert our energy from in order to do everything else and for everybody else. But today is going to be a special episode. I'm here with a special person that you've heard us talk about in a few episodes now. Uh, And when I tell you guys, this is not going to be your typical break room. Uh, It's probably not going to be short. It's probably going to be a little bit longer than usual, but uh, he is highly entertaining. So uh, it, it will go by quick. So just pay attention. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring my boy. I don't even know what to call you, man. Uh, so call me Antonio on, on on his YouTube. You know, everybody seems to call him learn to travel. Nobody calls him by his name. Uh, but his name is Antonio. His mama call him Tony. <laughs> But we're gonna refer to him as Antonio today. So Antonio, welcome to the break room. Welcome to the 13th floor. Thank What's going you. on, sir?
0: Not much, man. Thank you. You guys are my favorite podcast. I wish I was on with the uh rest of the guys, but thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Listen, we can make that happen. This doesn't have to be a one-time thing because you probably think we're gonna talk a lot about learn to travel today, which we'll talk a little bit about it, but I really want to get into the aspects of self-care and uh, to give you guys a little bit of a backstory. And, uh, you know, I want to give him his flowers up front um, and see if I get him to cry up front. But uh, so Antonio and I met in 2003. No, 2005, 2005. Uh, I had just well, I hadn't just. I had been in uh, Virginia for a year, uh, my first time relocating for 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 work, and it was a really dark place uh, in my life as I was going through uh, divorce, and Antonio uh, had had applied to work uh, for our employee at the time. And he came in and he always said that we hoodwinked them because there were only two black people that worked there. Uh, and it just so happened that he interviewed with both of the black people that day. So he thought uh, he thought he had come to Chocolate City and didn't know that. Uh, no, no, no. There was there was a lot of milk in, in, in the in the chocolate. And uh, anyway, ended up hiring him a few months in. Uh, you know, we we hit it off immediately and uh, he ended up becoming my roommate. Because uh, you can't live in Northern Virginia uh, as, as as a single man, you know, getting underpaid um, and, and, and overtaxed, overcharged for things. And I was in a really dark place. And this man, uh, luckily, he didn't know it, but he kind of anchored me to life and reality and kept me from going off the deep end, uh, both personally and professionally, because they just knew that one day I was going to come in and flip the desk. Uh, I was going to pull a Mr. Darnell <laughs> at work. So this man got me out of the house, got me eating food regularly again, and, you know, going out and having a, a social life. So, uh, hey, man, I just want to thank you for for that time in my life that, that you came along. And um, the day I interviewed you, I thought, you know, I was just hiring a brother doing something good. And little did I know, I was actually going to get a brother. So uh, I, I appreciate you, and, and I'm glad you're here. Damn,
0: I saved your life. I didn't even know that. Look, I, you know, I've always said that hey, you saved my life, but the, man, yeah, you are gonna make me cry, <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> no, man, thank thank you, man. It was man. It's been it's been a long time, and uh, the other day I said, you know, Carol, he. He hired me. He was my he hired me as a boss 20 years ago and now he's a brother. And you know the sentiments the same from you. So yeah.
1: I and I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. So you know, let's give a little backstory, man. So um born in Panama, right? See, si. yes. Panameño. right? Uh, military father. Yes. Uh, the sweetest mom in the world. Hey, mom, uh, I don't know if you're listening. We're going to send you the link so you can listen, so you can see your boys. She watches everything. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, one sister. Right. Hey, Lynette. Um, And, uh, you know, so w- what was your growing up like? I know you went from Panama to New York, right? Yes. And uh, I think,
0: so we were, we were in Panama from the time I was, because I was born there. Then my dad joined the military. We went to Fort Riley, Kansas. And then when I was maybe five years old, six mm-hmm. years old, something like that, I went back to Panama. So around first grade, I started a uh, school in Panama and okay. I was there. And I was there. And then back in 1989, right before the invasion, Mm-hmm. They shipped us off to uh, Fort Ord, California. And after the invasion, my father went back to Panama. And then in 1991, 92, he retired from the army. So, so yeah, so it's a military, we, I had the military background, you know, friends come, they leave every four years. Yeah. And uh, then you meet new friends. You don't meet, you don't see the people that you thought were going to be your friends forever. We didn't have the internet back then. So mm-hmm. just lose contact. So that's probably where a lot of my personal issues with like being attached to people or right not being close to people because I'm just used to people coming and going in my life so that was one of the that was one of the moments of clarity for me like right throughout stuff yeah
1: no that makes sense man so so basically what you're saying is um outside of your family members you didn't really get to make you know, consistent friends and and established relationships. You know, girlfriends and things like that. Cor- correct. So my the people that I keep up with are my
0: my buddies from my two buddies from high school, and mm-hmm. then I have a couple friends from college, and then you. And those yeah. are it's about six or seven of y'all that are like my real close friends. You know, mm-hmm. so,
1: and don't forget and, Howard. And, don't forget H.
0: Hey, and yeah, and Howard, yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yep. Yep. So at what point did you make it to New York? I made it to New York in 1992. So Okay. eighth grade, ninth grade.
1: So that was after Pops retired.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. So so yeah, so that was, that was an experience in itself, Mm -hmm. you know, coming from Panama, you know, I think I invented the skinny jeans. So (laughs) I, Back then, you know, everyone was wearing cross colors, the big baggy jeans. Yeah, and I remember, I you know, little little Spanish kid coming off the boat. Mm. Why are your jeans so tight? Like, what do you mean? This is what I see on TV. You know, we I was watching Miami Vice, and you know, it was cool, but not in New York. You know, it was hip hop. Yeah, you know, bass. We didn't see that kind of stuff.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: So it, it it was a rude awakening. I had to I had to really wise
1: up quickly and make an adjustment yes and and what's funny is that you know you went from that to uh you know you graduate high school high high school athlete right ran track Mm -hmm. right did some other things right
0: yes ran track uh played a little football but that wasn't my calling you know I got hit one too many times at practice and I was done
1: right and 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 (laughs) He is a self, he he is the guy that introduced me to the term metrosexual.
0: Oh, oh, because then I went to Bloomingdale's.
1: Right. In New York
0: City, yeah.
1: So then he went to go work for Bloomingdale's in in New York City. Uh, I I had familiarity with Bloomingdale's because my mom worked there for a long time. So I I knew what that life was about, you know, the suits, the colognes, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: all, all of that stuff. And then you decide you wanted a career change. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm moving through this pretty quickly because we want to get to the self-love part and, 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 and what he does now outside of his regular day job, uh, you decide you want a career change. And that's when you end up at, at
0: yeah, the, our yeah.
1: employer at the time. Yes. Right. Uh, spend a few years there uh, and then decide, Hey, you know what? I, I need to branch out. I need to go. I'm, I'm not here for the foolery. Uh, so, let me take my talents elsewhere and, and that's what i did at times considering running for for uh for some type of public office
0: yes uh i ran for um what is it uh anc so that's pretty much your neighborhood uh commissioner right so i actually i actually made it to like the top 2 and then mm-hmm. i respectfully took my name out of the running and uh, I still came in top two, which was wow. interesting.
1: That is yeah. very interesting. Uh, wow. OK, I didn't realize that you had made it that far, but I did. I did. <laughs> OK, so, ladies and gentlemen, I just want that to kind of tell you, you know, I, I, I talked about our personal connection, but uh, I think Antonio would tell you that he's an introvert, but people love him. And 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 people want to interact with him more and to run for public office with no prior experience or anything and placing number two, that's big, that's big. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Okay, Let's get to where things really get interesting. So um, you came into my life during divorce mm-hmm. um, and I had the opportunity to be in your life through- several relationships. Yeah. Uh we, we won't get into the foolery uh, of, of the relationships. Uh th- there was some very interesting things though. Um and in your quest to have a bond and have uh you know a loved one that you thought there would be mutual uh sacrifice mutual contribution mm-hmm. uh you know you run into some things right and things don't turn out that way and you end up because of the person that you are you are doing more for the 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 loved ones than the loved ones are doing for you and without us spiraling into you know a counseling session here um what type of things did you start to realize about yourself in that moment like what was that feeling what was the environment like and and what was the experience?
0: So what I felt in in those relationships was I didn't feel valued. I felt not worthy. I didn't I didn't feel like I was the man. I it was it was a lot of negativity. It was a lot of it was a lot of stuff that just started spiraling in my head from one relationship to another relationship to another relationship. And what I actually learned was I shouldn't have been going from relationship to relationship. Like I, I'm not Don Wong or anything. I'm not like, but I,
1: at at the time your nickname was Papi Chulo. Like you had it, you had it on your license plate and everything. I'm just saying.
0: You remember that too?
1: Yeah. I remember that. (laughs) So,
0: so instead, instead of me getting the help that I needed, I would my help, my way of getting through my relationships was jumping into another relationship. Right. So instead of finding someone that. I could appreciate and they could appreciate me, I was just mm-hmm. going from that one situation to another situation. And and that wasn't fair. And then I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with myself. And then I want to find someone that's going to make me happy. That's not fair to anyone. That's a lot of responsibility. You're putting your happiness in the hands of someone else. No.
1: So it's interesting because uh, I think at that time, which we're just talking about dating, really at that time. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, you 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 were going through what a lot of us went through as 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 young men, you know, as young black males, where because there was something and you alluded to it earlier right your understanding of relationships whether it be friendships relationships whatever it was that was always disrupted there was no consistency there
0: yeah, always, yeah.
1: and you're always looking for a way to validate yourself through the relationship with someone else
0: absolutely
1: and I think what was key is that you said instead of you taking the time the time, to find someone uh, that genuinely cared for you, you also weren't taking the time to find how you cared for yourself.
0: Yep. that's 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 it right there.
1: Right, and, and on the yeah, and, I, and I've seen you on a journey where it's almost like you were experimenting with the take care of yourself piece. Right, you would lose weight start working out, then it would get cold in the winter. And and, and what would happen in the wintertime?
0: When I would get into a
1: relationship. That's when you get into a relationship, right? I I remember being on the phone and you would say, man, Carol, it's it's cold. It's cold, (laughs) Carol. I need need someone. I need need someone. (laughs) I need a warm body, right? But you hear that? I need. I need, right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we know now, if instead of getting somebody, you could have went and spent money on a $500 quilt.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. That would have kept you warm and you would have made it through and probably avoid, you know, guilt. Uh, some health issues, right? Shame, guilt. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, so let's
0: just compound it on top of each other
1: compounding compounding one on top of the other. And I mentioned health issues. So let's, let's go there. So we're going through this time. Mm -hmm. What's happening to you health wise? So I ballooned, I ballooned up to 230
0: pounds. I had high cholesterol. I had blood pressure. I had diabetes. Mm -hmm. Um, asthma so i i had i had every every known defect to men to matt to to black men right and you know i i just i didn't care Mm -hmm. and what what was my happy what was my happiness just eating just eating everything in sight drinking just i just didn't care carol didn't care coach k i didn't care
1: it's okay man you call me carol people call me carol all the time it's all right and you actually can say my name correctly so so we're good um so you just didn't care and you know man look i I remember being in that place right because even when i was going through you know my relationship woes you know i had ballooned up when when you met me that's probably the heaviest i had been in my life Mm -hmm. um and it's one of those things that As opposed to us going to get the help we actually need, whether that be therapist or just somebody saying, hey, you know, what you doing with your life? Like, stop going home and just eating food. Um, Stop going home and just drinking. Right. Because that's that's one of the things is you get out of these relationships and you self-isolate. Yes. You know, you you become basically a, a hermit to where you distance yourself from everybody uh you know your mom your family calls you sometimes you take the call sometimes you don't
0: yeah man I was I was living I was living in fear and Mm -hmm. my and this resonates with me forever will resonate with me forever my therapist said to me false emotions appearing real Mm -hmm. and I was afraid of everything back then. I was afraid of getting hurt. I was afraid of getting feedback. I was afraid of my coworkers. I was afraid of the dog. I was afraid of the cat. I was afraid of the noise. I was afraid of I mean, it's. It's Paranoid. just yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was just where did this come from? How did this happen? You know, and and that's the scary part—not knowing. And then you know the first. If you know the first thing you start thinking, okay, if I go get help, am I crazy? And you know, because there's that stigma. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, when I was in Panama, they had the little military kids, they were going to therapy after school. Like, what at at a young age? Yeah, after school, like, what?
1: Right. But in, in our community, going to therapy or you know, even if you have to go to a psychologist or whatever it is, it's looked at, you know, with a scorn, like there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the last couple of episodes, we've talked about, you know, love, loving other people, having other people love you. And that's one of the consistent themes that we see is that we don't feel empowered to go talk to professionals. You know why?
0: Why is that? Because there's that stigma that you're a man, man up, man. Up. You're, you're, you're a man. Uh, strap up your, your boots. Yep. Get out there. You yep. know, no one, no one thinks about how the man really feels. No one knows that. Yeah. We, we, we're in pain too. No one knows that secretly we're, we're, we're crying out for help. hmm know because the minute you do you know they call you know the shame insult you know
1: yeah you you, you scared first of all if we even realize if we even realize that our employer provides benefits for us if we realize it we're scared to take those benefits because then we think oh our employer is going to know Yeah, the hotline right the employer is going to know that you know we're seeking some type of of help and then we think that's now going to uh, put, a, put a shadow over our, our daily performance or our ability to grow. To our
0: career growth, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so let's keep this going. Because as I said, it, it, it was uh, one minute, we eating right,
0: we're yeah. working
1: out, we lose a little bit of weight. Some warm body comes along, we get comfortable again, we pick the weight back up. We get back on a bunch of medications, which for the record, the paranoia probably was caused by the number of medications. Maybe so. Maybe right? so. Uh, and then finally, one day we say, you know what? I think I've found somebody that cares about me, that I care about. Um, we ain't gonna get into the details. Don't worry. I see the look the look come across your face. We never get into details, but
0: just for respect, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we do get married. Yeah. And how do things start off?
0: Uh, you just like every other relationship, it's cloud. You're on cloud nine. Can't tell me nothing. Can't you tell know? me nothing. It's perfect. You know, I, you know, I have my issues. They had their issues and you start seeing red flags. You ignore them. She sees red flags on me. She ignores them, but you know what? That's codependency.
1: You know, so mm-hmm. you ignore the red flags and you keep moving forward. Well, and here's the thing now, right? You're ignoring red flags. Your partner's ignoring your red flags. But now you get into a situation where your partner probably is feeling some type of way, you know, mentally, you're feeling some way type of mentally. And then you all just keep trading that energy, which is now like you're feeding each other the drug. Negativity, it's intoxicating. It's intoxicating and and it just grabs you and you're just held in and you just like how do I escape this? But nobody wants to have the conversation.
0: Of course.
1: What were you gonna say? You gonna say something.
0: I I, know I I would I would say the conversation would start, and then somewhere along the lines, there's screaming and
1: Emotions take over. Yeah, so. Okay, so we're in that situation. We went in slim and trim. Now we're going back up. Mm -hmm. We're back on as many meds as we've ever been. Absolutely. Now we have the additional stress of, I'm in this situation. How did I get here? And this is almost the straw that breaks the camel's back because you had these practice runs where We went into, oh, man, what's wrong with me? Why can't I find the right person? We think we find the right person. It doesn't work. Now you feel like you have confirmation that there is something wrong with me. It's my fault. It's my fault. Your fault. fault. And it's really interesting how the stigma is out there that men don't care. Hmm. Yeah,
0: that that's, that's far from true. And if, you know, I feel that we just don't know how to show that we care because every, everyone's different. So I can show you that I care, but how are you receptive to it? I can show the next person that I care and they're, they're all in. So it just depends on the individual. I know you guys did a uh, podcast not too long ago and it was and i think art was talking about um performance review Mm -hmm. and and meet standards yep but if i'm so it's the same thing if i'm trying to show you and tell you that i care but you're not trying to hear that you know you're putting your
1: standard on me Mm -hmm.
0: you see what i'm saying does that
1: no, absolutely. You, you, you're absolutely right. You're putting your standard on me. And and here's what that creates. Okay. Good night, son. Cameo. Cameo appearance. That's, okay. You too, son. Thank you. Mwah. That's three weeks in a row. <laughs> three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. What was I saying? I was talking about you've now taken on that person's their standards and what those standards now create in our mind as a man is, okay, I am contributing to bills at the bare minimum. Sometimes it's paying all the bills, right? Yes. I am making sure we have food in the house. Uh, I have started planning for our future wealth
0: savings well savings
1: retirement yes now i am sacrificing things that i would normally do and weigh in how i feel to make you happy happy wife happy life that was the rumor that was the rumor what that now creates for us is we think there is no higher display of love care and attention Exactly. Because that's what I was taught.
0: My parents were married for 40 years. Mm -hmm. My dad went, got the bacon, brought it home. My mom took care of the kids, the home. Yep, Very traditional, but that's how he showed love. And that's That's what
1: you thought love was. That's what I thought. Yeah. Right. So we get into the space now. It doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. you are on your own. What's going on? How does that feel? Are you returning to the patterns of the past where you are punishing yourself?
0: So the first two years after the divorce, uh, yes. So I was fat, fat, I was broke. I was depressed, sleeping on an air mattress. Man, depression was just it was just there. But yep. I had to go to work every day with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I didn't even tell my co workers that I got divorced. And then been the there. Pan- been there. And then the pandemic hit. But yeah, so. That was that was four years ago, man. And it it was it was tough. I was punishing for a whole year. For a whole year, I slept on an air mattress because in my mind, I was going back home.
1: Yeah. And and you didn't deserve more. No. Right. So before we became roommates. That was that was my life. Like I slept on an air mattress, no TV, Mm -hmm. no nothing. It wasn't until one day my aunt drove down from Jersey and bought bought me, you know, Actually brought me the air mattress, then brought me utensils and and dishes and plates and glasses, right? And it was, I never even thought to go do anything for myself because I I didn't deserve it because I had failed. Exactly. So you're in that space now, you're depressed. By, By myself, I'm going through all of this by myself by yourself
0: and then and and then i hope i hope you remember when when i was married i divorced my friends yep so i wasn't communicating with my friends i barely communicated with you Mm -hmm. and and then when when i got divorced Slowly, I was talking to people and telling them what had happened. You know, I'm no longer married. But I did damage to my my relationships with my people. Mm -hmm. And remember, I don't have like 30 friends that we were going out. I have six or seven solid friends. Yep. And I had to build those relationships.
1: You you had to rebuild those. Some, Some people who have never experienced divorce, they don't know what that feels like. And they think it's easy. Like, oh, okay, it happened. So why, why you ain't call us? Say that again, <laughs> why didn't you call us? Why, why, why didn't you call us? And they don't realize. So there was a period of time before the divorce actually happened and you just said it, you had separated yourself from your friends because it was easier to deal with your wife because in most cases, friends see things before you see it. You and, don't they, it. Yeah. and they start talking to you and you don't want to believe it. And you have to take a side.
0: And the, I decided to take my wife's side Yep. over their side.
1: Right. And so now you feel guilty because of that, because, yeah. man, here goes these folks that have been with me. That's known me for 15, 16, 17 years. Right. And then I just kind of put them on the back burner. Now, how do I contact these same people and say, hey, I need help. Help me. Yeah. Exactly. It's tough, bro. It's tough. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit. So you realize you're going through that. Mm-hmm. At what point do you decide enough of this self-pity? I have to get back on my feet. Um, what did I do? I.
0: uh, So now the, the pandemic hit and. You know, every day I'm waking up, I'm watching the news. I'm just like this amount of people died. I could even quote you how many people died the day before. That's how, because I'm working from home and that's that's all I'm doing. And one day I, I, I was watching YouTube and there was this ball country brother from uh like Alabama, Louisiana, some. But his name on YouTube is AMS, Alpha Male Strategies. Mm-hmm. And he was, he, he, he's not really like a he's not really a dating coach, but he's more of a get in, get in, your face and go find your purpose, figure it out, stop chasing women and just focus on yourself. He was one of he's one of those guys. So I started I I started watching one video, I watched another video, and, and what I loved about this dude was he was just raw. He, he would, he would record, you know how you're supposed to record like this, right? He was recording like this and he was just cursing and it, his actions coming out. But what he was saying was just so real. So I, I started
1: watching. You felt like he was talking directly to you, didn't
0: you? He was talking directly to me. Not I felt, he was. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then I started going to counseling virtually on, on my, um, phone with a therapist um, and and yeah, man, I had to figure, I had talking to the counselor, you know, I had to figure out what, what can I do for me? And then listening to that guy, he's telling me, you better figure out what your purpose is. You better figure, you better find a hobby. You better find something to do. So in conjunction of the two, is when I realized, man, I'm, I'm not on the right path. I, I deserve more. I don't need to be feeling sorry for myself. And my, um, my, my counselor therapist said, you enjoy being a victim, don't you? Mm. Like what? Mm. And then he, then he went through my track record. He's like, yeah, you enjoy being a victim. And I said, "Well, I'm not a victim. I'm just a hardworking. I'm a good man." And that was and that was my default fallback answer. I did enjoy being a victim, and I use the excuse that I'm a good man.
1: Yeah, so, but were you being a good man to you? No,
0: absolutely not. No,
1: yeah,
0: no, because I know right from wrong. I wasn't mm. raised the way I was. I wasn't raised to except uh, tomfoolery mm-hmm, from people mm-hmm. i i i was taught that i need to set boundaries you know from a very young age my mother my mo- my mother's no nonsense you know my sister takes no nonsense from so i i guess i missed that gene i think i i missed that gene but
1: I, I don't think you missed it i ignored it <laughs> love is a powerful thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and love comes in and almost like like men in black when they used to pull out the little thing and and push the button and you forget everything mm-hmm. love makes you when you feel like you're in love with somebody it makes you forget everything that you were taught everything that you were trained it makes you forget yourself
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and once those other emotions start coming in like stress depression then it just as you said it's a compound effect and you end up you basically created another person mm-hmm. because the real you gets so buried and you don't even recognize yourself. Literally.
0: So again, I ballooned back up to 230 pounds.
1: Mm-hmm. And-, and 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 just for you know, I'm I'm not trying to put you on the spot about how tall you are, but I want people to understand what that means. So how tall are you? On a good day or? You know what? On your best day ever. On my. When they didn't tell you to take your sneakers off. Uh, five foot five and three quarters. Five foot five and three quarters. And you were 230 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Couldn't breathe. Couldn't see my toes.
1: Right. I think you had to You you had to sleep with the CPAP, right?
0: Oh, oh yeah. I forgot to. Yeah. The machine walking around, filling it with distilled water. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a hot mess. A hot freaking mess.
1: Wow. OK, so you find this YouTube, right, which. Everything happens for a reason. Like, I don't even know how you found that YouTube channel.
0: I don't know either. I don't You'll, know.
1: But, but that's
0: not what I was looking for. I didn't know what I was looking for.
1: But it found you. If and then you find a therapist, a counselor. Yep. And how do you now, y- 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 your man said you need to find a hobby. hmm What do you end up doing?
0: So my background is automobiles. So I s- started buying and selling cars on the side. Mm-hmm. I also did thrifting. And pretty much what that is is going to the thrift store, Goodwill, Salvation Army, buying designer items, buying unique items, and then selling it on Poshmark, selling it on eBay, selling it, you know, Craigslist, anywhere. And that's what I was doing. And it's not, and it's not that I needed the money because it's not lifestyle it was just something to keep me busy Mm -hmm. because idle minds is the devil's playground and as long as i'm sitting on that couch watching the news watching doom and gloom nothing positive was
1: going to be my outcome Mm -hmm. so and 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 participating in the time machine right Mm -hmm. when we get to that point there's a time machine when we're sitting on the couch and we're just we're filling our face with, yeah. with with a pizza, or whatever it is, and drinking. The TV could be on, right? Yeah,
0: and I yeah. The, the
1: TV could be on, but you're not even really paying attention to TV. You are going back in your mind to analyze every single relationship. Which one should you have held on to? Like, well, Why I
0: left when what, she was right? What, what,
1: why didn't you avoid this person altogether? And you then, after you go back, you then project to the future of what you think your life would have been.
0: Well, I, I I didn't take it that far.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well
0: I, again, I was a professional
1: victim, so right. I'll I just love. So you just food. stayed in that spot. I, I just stay there. Right, and, and 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 when I say you project for the future, like if you went left and it ended up being this person, what would your life be like? Right. And you just get in a cycle of that. That is the cycle over and over Over, nope. and time flies. Next thing you know, it's been four or five months and you have nothing to show for it. Yeah. How about years? Two, I mean that too, you know, I was trying to be nice, you know, years go by. So now you are you know, you're flipping cars, right? You're, 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 you're buying cars and selling cars to people. You are going to thrift shops. Um, I'm doing Uber. I'm doing Lyft. You're doing Uber. You're doing Before Lyft. That. Yeah. At some point, there comes a time where you're just like, whoa, I just go to work and then I just do these other things. Mm-hmm. When do you slow down and start directing more attention towards yourself?
0: so not for nothing carol i i felt that maybe around october of last last year mm-hmm. so maybe like 6 7 months ago is when i started to really focus on me like i i took my first trip in april april of what are we in 2020
1: we're in 2022 so april 2021 i took my first trip you took your first trip yes so now we get to a point to where we we find a hobby in travel yes that's actually going to but it wasn't really a hobby yet. It wasn't, it wasn't a hobby yet, yet. Yeah. but you realize something when you travel. Oh, yeah. And, and, and what was it that you were able to, to realize about yourself through traveling?
0: Man, for the first time, I wasn't afraid. For the first time, I was a leader because I took, I took my boy with me. And, you know, I'm, I speak Spanish. So I took the lead. I was the one negotiating. I was the one making the plans. In my relationships, the ladies did all that because even when I wasn't married, it was, yeah, whatever you want.
1: You just want to keep them happy. So you default
0: If I have to pay, I'll pay for whatever. Just let's just go. You, what day you want to go? I will book it. It's fine. So now the roles are have reversed, and I'm like, wait, I'm actually good at this. Mm -hmm. And And then, and then I'm overseas, and the locals gravitate towards me. And that, and that in itself was a great feeling, but. You had mentioned that people always want to hear me speak, or people people are always around me. I didn't realize that because I was such in a dark place back then. But then when when uh, I started traveling and it was just happening more and more. Even even like if I go to the airport, the gate agent is laughing and joking with me. I have the the flight attendants. I, it's just it's just like people just, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, but that's
1: that's Uh, bro. Once you leave the negative perception that you have of yourself behind that aura, that energy, once you leave that, now you start freeing yourself. Mm. And once you free yourself, the things that are for you and that come to you naturally start to flourish and you start to see it. And you start to see it and and you start to un- like the first couple of times, you're just like, OK, that was luck. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yes. But then when the right place in the right time becomes every time now you start to realize, oh, this is I like this. I like this feeling. This is really who I am. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward to January of twenty twenty two. You now set out on a journey. You've been to several places. Right. You've been to Panama. Um, As an adult, Mm -hmm. you've been to Brazil. No, I haven't been been to Brazil yet. Not in Brazil yet? No, but I've been to to
0: Thailand. I've been to China.
1: I've been to Costa
0: Rica. Yep. um, All over the Caribbean. But then I traveled to Colombia.
1: Okay, but then you traveled to Colombia. Mm -hmm. um, And Colombia becomes a reoccurring theme there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to move this forward a little bit. You now realize, wait a minute, if I feel so good doing this travel and I get to learn who I am, what if I put other people onto this? What if I put other men onto this?
0: That that was my purpose. That is when I realized this is what my purpose is. I want to help other men. I don't want, I when I was in my dark place and I was Going through that by myself, I didn't have anyone to vent to, mm-hmm. and with the platform that's out there, YouTube, yep. Men, men that are in dark places want to see an an exit, an off ramp, and mm-hmm. I and I was and that's what I want to do. I want to offer that off ramp.
1: So let's talk about learn to travel. So. You know, I, as we said, I've known you for a long time mm-hmm. and there are times where I have where I've had to convince you to do something that that was yours. That was like, hey, man, you know, no, go do this like you're supposed to and I'm and good. you would fight it and you yeah, would I'm be scared good. and you're like, yeah. no, I'm good. I don't I don't want to do it. Um, And it was really cool to see the fire that you had behind this, because you now step into owning a YouTube page Mm -hmm. and starting to build your brand. And, you know, yeah, you watch some other videos, you did your research, but you didn't sit on it for, you know, the next two years. Mm -hmm. You jumped in immediately, not knowing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I
0: didn't, I don't, I I didn't, I don't even, I didn't even, I used this example, my first video was like
1: this, like, it was, it was, it was like this. this. Yes. Yes. Right. And, but even that, and, and the lesson here, and I'm sorry, listeners, we haven't been really talking to you guys. We've just been having a conversation, but I think it's pretty good. So hopefully you are learning something and hopefully you can pass this on to somebody that needs it because there are a lot of us that are sitting on ideas and things that are the essence of who we are, and we make up all the excuses in the world not to do it. And you miss out on your purpose and you get to, unfortunately, a lot of people get to the end of their life uh, and don't realize until that moment that they missed the life they could have lived. And way back when you'd have to dig way into the episodes, but uh, I remember referring to it as the real field of dreams. Anytime you see a cemetery, that's where dreams that never got to materialize go to die and they're just planted there. And you wonder why the grass is so green because the the richness of the dreams is there that fertilizes the grass and makes it greener. But anyway, that's a long story. We're not going to go that route. But you jumped into it and you create this page. And I remember you telling me, oh man, you know, hopefully by the end of the month, I'll have 10 followers
0: remember that conversation
1: and I said what by the end of the month and it was amazing I think it was 20 within 24 hours yeah you had 10 followers yeah and I was like bro you got to make a new goal and as it is today uh March 22nd you have 237 followers on YouTube and that's not easy (laughs) it's not easy at all And, and 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 that's without Spending money for you know ads and oh, yeah, I don't know a bunch of things you, like you're all not into that rules.
0: all grassroots,
1: all grassroots, just building relationships with other people mm-hmm. that are trying to do the same thing. And it's been awesome to watch. And what I want to know is learn to travel that's that's the word learn, the number two, and travel. Mm-hmm. Please TV. go follow, please go follow on YouTube. Uh, obviously we'll, we'll, we're going to put a link up right here for you to follow. Hopefully my finger's in the right place. Art will figure it out. Um, what's next for you, man? Like what is your hope for learn to travel? And, And you and I have had conversations about learn to travel and is it really a travel page or is it a redemption page?
0: Oh, wow. All right. Well, before I answer that, Two more things on the channel. So right now I have 32 videos up and my channel has received 29,000 views since January 1st. And I'm just, I'm just, I I went to community college. (laughs) (laughs) What do
1: I know? Well, yeah, man. You also went to Hofstra.
0: Oh, well, which we didn't
1: get into, but that's we, all right.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we don't need that. I still owe them. <laughs> We're working on that. But uh, no, man, it just brings me great joy to share my travel experience with men. Mm-hmm. I just want these guys that are feel like they're down and out on their luck, no one's listening to them. I just want. I just want to give them an option. And that option is get a passport and explore the world. Go, go, go outside of your, your neighborhood zone. Your, yeah. your comfort zone, go outside your city, go outside your state. I know some people that haven't been outside of Maryland, a road trip to them is going to Virginia beach. You know, if you know, if you know, Maryland, Virginia, yep. you know, the East, the 95 corridor. So what I want to see for learn to travel is my consultancy. I want to morph this into a consultancy where I can work with with men and hook them up with people from other countries, it, whether it's tour guides or restaurants. I just want to be that person that connects, be that liaison.
1: So so let me let me let me back you up for a second, right? Because as somebody that's been through it, I see what you're really trying to do and I see what happened to you, you're not really trying to connect them to people in other countries. You're trying to disconnect these men from the narrative that they've convinced themselves because they've been through something.
0: Yes, that, that sounds, that's, that's right on the mark, right there. And
1: when you disconnect, like in your case, when you disconnected from the lies that you had told yourself, the the shame from the embarrassment once you disconnected you got to see who you really were yeah. you got to connect back to the true antonio
0: yeah, bro i had i had confidence but that confidence was so buried that confidence i haven't seen that confidence in about since nine no since maybe 2000 2003, that was yep. the last time I saw my confidence because when I went to my previous employee, that was a whole nother story. But mm-hmm. man, that doing this, learn to travel, teaching these guys, sharing my knowledge, it's, it's just brought a different type of energy. You know, going back and forth with my subscribers, they're asking me questions, they're sending me DMs, they're um hitting me up on WhatsApp. I've had some old some older guys, some experienced YouTubers that that travelers see people with 60, 70, 80,000 subscribers are hitting me on text message. Like I said, I went to community college and hospital, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I'm like a they say, they say I'm an up-and-coming YouTuber so or content creator. I'll, I'll take that.
1: I'll take that. I mean, listen, so I've seen a couple of the shows that you've been on, and it's been interesting. As a newcomer, you're bringing real life and current things to light mm-hmm. that these folks with 60,000, 80,000 followers are just like, oh, man, yeah, tell, tell me more about that. Yeah. So here's the thing. Everyone
0: has their lane. Everyone Mm -hmm. has their, their niche. So it's hard to break into any, any arena. It's just, it's just difficult. So I just created a niche for myself. So for instance, there's the, there's the dating, there's a dating abroad. Mm -hmm guys guys want to go find a beautiful woman out outside well I I dated a um, a Venezuelan lady and um, I document my relationship I document the turmoils I document the scams and a lot of people tend to just show you the beautiful part, the story of how wonderful everything is with travel. What I do is I bring the not so loving aspect. Yeah. And that's that's what people see. People see the realness in my videos.
1: You bring, you bring to light the landmines that will get you into the same situation that you were trying to disconnect from.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You
1: know. Nope. Which is which is awesome because, you know, as a as as a tourist in some of these places, you know, you just think, oh, this person's all about me and they make me feel so good. And you don't understand. No, 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 no. You, you're, you're, you're in a business. Yeah. This so is this now, person's business.
2: Yes.
0: So now, Carol, the old me would have been stuck in that right. situation. The old me would have continued to just listen to the manipulation. The old me would have enjoyed being a victim. Mm-hmm. But, bro, I am. I am way too busy. I have a purpose now. I have goals. I have, I have things that I want to accomplish and I do not have time to put up with nonsense. Yep. And that's part of the creating boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's part of not allowing yourself to be disrespected. And this is all, this is, these are all my definitions or not mine, but these are that of the, that I use in my definition of self love, yep. you know, not letting people disrespect you, creating, creating uh, boundaries and, ex- and letting people know or knowing what behavior you will and will not accept. Those are my. Those, those are my.
1: Um, so your core values. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. And, and your core values don't change no matter who you meet. Exactly. And I'm not, and,
0: and here's the thing. Before I was afraid to be single, mm-hmm. just that's why I would jump in from one relationship to another relationship. I was afraid to be single. Now, man, you couldn't pay me to jump into a relationship next week. No, it ha- it's not. It's it's not happening like that anymore. Those days are over.
1: Yep. So, well, bro. Uh, listen, man. Uh, this has been great, and I really appreciate you bringing your story, uh, to to the thirteenth floor and to the break room. I think there's a lot of men out there that this will benefit hearing the story because it's one thing to see the end result of somebody's journey—not the end, but the 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 upswing of somebody's journey. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different thing to. To hear the background and see what this person went through, because there are people that probably see you today and they're just like, "Oh man, like this this man has got he got it to got it together." Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I I
0: I I literally got that today. Wow, I get that, but they don't know the struggles. They don't know the insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I I did a I did a workout video, you know. I, you know, I, I'm in I'm in good shape now. I'm I'm solid, but I'm mm-hmm. still struggling. But, you know, they don't see that people just see the outcome, but right. they don't see they don't see the work
1: that leads. they don't you. see the input that you put in exactly. to get that outcome. Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. listen, man. Uh, just know, you know, you're a blessing to my life. Hopefully this is a blessing for other people. And uh, we, we're we going to get you back on the show uh, where you can interact with all the fellas. Uh, there's so much more that we could talk about, but we're not going to put it all into one. We're going to save it uh, for another episode. Um, and just thank you for joining us, man. And, and look, keep spreading, learn to travel, uh, keep disconnecting men from what's not reality. And we appreciate you, bro. All
0: right. Well, we- I just want to say two, three things, men, you got to protect yourself. You got to protect your peace and protect your resources. That's, that's vital. Those three, without those three components, you're, you're doomed. So remember yourself, your peace and your resources.
1: Love it. Love it. Thank you, bro. Love you much. Ladies and gentlemen, This has been The Break Room, brought to you by the 13th floor. And we will catch you all next week. Son, tell them what time it is. Uh,
2: That's it for now, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views
0: are amazing. amazing.